0: Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast, the hospitality leadership podcast. Now, I'm Andy Jones, and today I have brought Dr. Vic Manzo onto the podcast. He is a business mindset coach, and we're going to be talking all about well-being. Again, this follows the theme of our episodes in the last few weeks, where as much as we are about hospitality businesses, how you run your business, how you lead your people, more importantly... The reality is if we're not focusing on ourselves, then we aren't able to show up for our people in the way that we should, the way that they deserve. So we're going to be talking today about your well-being, your own mindset, and how you approach running your business, leading your people, etc. So in this episode, we're going to be looking at the risks of not taking uh, stock of your own well-being and then we're also going to look at your mindset and how that impacts your perception of your own well-being and obviously we need to be mindful of our t- our people's well-being as well uh, yeah and at the end Vic is going to share with us his top three tips for helping us shift from the grind culture into a- an approach that really helps us put our well-being first so we're going to get into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors now is the perfect time to make any changes in your business and begin forming new habits with your team. That means it's the perfect time to introduce employee and software to your business and that's exactly what RotorCloud does. Build your employee schedule in record time simply by dragging and dropping your way to a staff rotor within minutes. It's just as simple to change and alter and tweak your schedule as you need to and you'll know in hospitality that happens all the time. And it also helps to keep on top of your staff availability, their contract hours holiday and leave remaining and any upcoming days off so you're fully informed with a really intuitive user interface you can copy entire week shifts or duplicate select team members shifts and not others and apply them across any date range i've said many times the biggest change for me in my business from an admin point of view is when i started using employee scheduling software and i have no doubt rotoglout can do exactly the same for you don't wait Pause this episode and head over to thecafehuzzle.com forward slash Rotocloud and sign up for your free 30-day free trial. What's more, there's no credit card required. It's a genuine free trial. Do it now. That's thecafehuzzle.com forward slash Rotocloud. So, Vic, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you very much for for coming on and, and sharing like I've just been saying there just before we've gone live, a topic that's going to be really important, I think, certainly for the hospitality industry, it's becoming more in focus, certainly recently, and that's well-being and mindset, not only of owners and entrepreneurs, but also of staff and employees that really, so really how we can help them to to manage the workflow and the stress that come along with working in the hospitality industry. But I want to start off, First, I want to know what motivates you. What drives you to keep doing what you do, serving the people you serve?
1: You know, I love this question because it's one of those things where my motivation, what gets me up every single day that inspires me to keep going forward is there's a freedom that I seek within and in, in with for myself, right? I want to be the best version I could possibly be. I only have a certain amount of time on this planet. I don't know when that's going to be. We're all walking this path that we have no idea where that, that endpoint is for us. And for me, it's it's one of those things that I know the more I work on myself, the better of a human being I can be, which that means that I'm a better human being for the people around me. But more importantly then the things I learn along the way, I can share that with others and then help them find that not be I, I shouldn't use the words better, but just more fulfillment. Right. They can find that fulfillment in life, because I think we've been so. And this happened to me and I and I and I know I've talked to a lot of other people and they say the same thing. Like we get caught up in so much stuff in life, especially in today's world with social media now and how we can be so easily influenced and pulled in certain directions. I mean, there's so much stuff that happens and I think we lose ourselves in a lot of ways of what we really want. And so that's kind of a big mission that I'm on that it you know, that keeps me moving forward as long as I can continue to do that.
0: It's a big, it is really rewarding, isn't it? When you can help people, whether to see something or to learn something, we certainly talk about it with in the context of leadership and the power that you have as a leader to, to change someone's life or to develop them professionally, personally. It's such a rewarding process to go through as an individual when you're able to influence that journey or to facilitate that journey for someone.
1: Yeah, it's 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 more it's worth every everything, right? Like I remember, uh, being a chiropractor was one of those things where we, wait, somebody would be like, man, what you know, what do you enjoy what you do? And then I'd be like, can you see these? Te-? I had all these testimonies on my walls in my a couple. I had a wall and it was like our testimony wall, and I was like, those testimonies is why I do what I do. Yeah, the money's great. This is great. Yeah, all that stuff. That's fine, but that's not why I do it. You know, and, and sometimes you hear people say that a lot and it's like a cliche. I know I literally like my, my wife will be like the one to tell you, you no, know, he he lives for that stuff because that's when I know I'm making a difference. Same thing in coaching now. It's like, yeah, the money, the you know, money's great. This can be great. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, am I really making a change? That's the question I'm asking myself every day. And it's not a change to like, oh, I helped them just with this one thing that doesn't matter to me. It's like, did I really help create a huge shift in their life Did they help awaken that process to be like man, there's more to life than what I thought, man, there's, I didn't realize I was in a dream state or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like awakening. And I mean, awakening in the sense of you're, you're connecting back to yourself and really sharing what really matters or trying to experience what matters to you. And that's kind of the, the joy I get every single day with this stuff.
0: Yeah. Again, it sort of links back to another area we talk a lot about is finding your purpose as a hospitality industry. Cause I think really that gets overlooked certainly by, you know, owner operators who are really just, you know, they're surviving, they're keeping everything going day to day. They miss that wider purpose they serve. And I think when you can connect with that, and it's similar to what you're talking about there, when you connect with that purpose, it just your motivation levels go up, your your engagement with the work increases, and it's just it's so much more enjoyable. So I want to know a little bit more about your background, what your journey has been your career, and how you've gotten to do what you do today.
1: Yeah, so I've been a chiropractor for the last 12 years, and uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I've been a business mindset coach for the last four, but in my journey in chiropractic, the first five years, I did everything, well, I shouldn't say everything, but everything I could get my hands on when it comes to business, self-help, personal development. I studied the mo- you know, most successful chiropractors. I wanted to have success in my life financially and also impact and, and growth, and five years, I hit my financial peak. And what was shocking for me at that time was I was unfulfilled. I was burnt out at burned out every four to six months and not satisfied with my results. I mean, there was a point where I looked at my wife. My wife ran the office. She was the office manager and chief marketing. And she had all these she had like nine titles. I had one. She had nine. (laughs) But long story short, I I looked at her one day and I said, I don't know if I want to continue doing this because I feel like I'm always going uphill. There's always this battle. And I'm tired of it. This is not how it was meant to be. I My background a little bit, when I was in chiropractic school, um, I also went and studied energy healing outside of it and learned, you know, different modalities and I became a Reiki master and trainer. I wanted to learn the depth of healing. What I didn't know was going to happen though, is I was going to learn quantum physics, consciousness, spiritual, universal law, spirituality, how like the fabric of life works to a certain degree. And I was like, wow. And when I learned that stuff, it's like the stuff that we do in Western civilization of do, 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 do and all that. Um, that's so backwards. And so I was like, if I could, if I'm really the creator of my life, I should be able to choose what success means to me, how I want to experience that. And in some way, shape or form, I should get some, I should see, experience something of that. And so after that five years, I took a financial hit on purpose um, because we changed the way our office was done. We did some soul seeking. We changed the office around the patients that didn't align with what we changed. We just referred them to someone else. And that's where the hit came uh, financially. But then from there, a year later, we're back financially at our financial peak. I'm working 50% less than what I was doing. I haven't had burnout in over almost six years now. And it's one of those things where I was like, huh. it was just like that. And it's like an awakening process. Like you wake up from a dream and you're going, wow, I was really. But what the big movement point for me was is at that five-year mark, what I realized was I was a prototype to all the people I was following. I was a prototype of them, not a prototype of me, the creation of my own self. And so that's when I embarked that journey. And at that point, that's when I started to get curious and go, you know what? Entrepreneurs need to know this stuff. I want to be able to help in any way I possibly can. So I started a podcast, wrote a book, and then eventually, four or six months later, um, started doing coaching, and I've been doing it for the last four years. This last year, twenty twenty two, was the first time I I went full time in the coaching, and I'm not doing chiropractic. I'm not practicing at the moment. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now we're talking about well being and and having us or having ourselves in a position where we are looking after ourselves properly. Now. The pandemic has really drawn focus on well-being in the workplace, but certainly what are the risks if we, as entrepreneurs, who very often don't tend to consider that side of things, certainly in the early stages, you know, looking after ourselves, making sure we're in the best place possible, what are the risks of not having a focus on our own well-being?
1: it it will bleed over into every fabric of your life. I don't have to even share the stories. We've all heard them, right? Successful business individuals. Um, their marriages are wrecked. They don't have a great relationship with their kids. Their health isn't, you know, going downhill. Um, every they don't have you know, it's like you see it in every fabric and people don't realize like, oh no, this is just business. And we've tried to compartmentalize things to where we just think, no, this is just business and that's it. And it doesn't affect these things. We got to get out of that thinking. This is like back in the day when the medical world said, oh, mind and body are not the – they don't influence each other. Yeah, they were very wrong on that. Um, and it's one of those things where we know now that, yeah, mind plays a huge role on the body and so does the body play a huge role on the mind. The same thing with this. And, and when we have like for me especially – when I was burned out, I can share my own personal story. When I kept when I kept experiencing burnout, I mean, you lose the zest of life. You don't you yeah. don't have excitement anymore. You, you 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 just don't have a joy to things. Imagine your partner you're with and they are excited about something. You're like, yeah, okay. Or if you have a children and they're coming up to you all excited and you're like, uh-huh. What are you doing to them? What imprints are you putting on their psychology now to think, oh, maybe I'm not worthy enough to my father or my mother, you know? So it's, it it plays such a huge role in every single fabric of your life. And that's why it's so critical that a lot of things I teach and share is like, you have to have self care and you got to be taking care of yourself. There's a lot of reasons why behind it. This is just one of them.
0: Now in that case then where we, we acknowledge we've got to take care of ourselves. I know I hear a lot of people, they feel guilty Taking taking time for themselves, you know, whether it's taking time away from their business, which they're trying to build up, or their family time. What would you say to someone who is sharing those similar thoughts that they they feel guilty about focusing on themselves because they're taking time away from someone else?
1: Here's the thing: you can't. Can you give a cup of coffee to somebody when your cup's empty? <laughs> no. Can you give money to somebody when your bank account's zero? Yeah. Can you can you, you you can't do anything. You can't. Can you show up being the great, beautiful self that you have, that beautiful light. that there's no other thing in this entire universe that's like you? Can you share that if you're dimmed and bogged down and so forth? You can't. And so it's one of those things where sometimes I, I and this is, again, I understand just to give a context for me. I used to be I grew up and I was I was taught to be a people pleaser, so I've always people pleased. Yeah. I started to break away from that journey when I started going to college because I didn't have enough time. I, I was in college playing sports, trying to have a relationship and a plethora of other things. And I didn't have time to like do all the people pleasing that I was doing. And I had to be selfish. And thankfully I had some people who told me you gotta be selfish. Over time, what I realized is being selfish is being selfless. Now this sounds very confusing when I say that. But you have to understand, when you hear it in this context, it'll make sense. Like I said, if you don't have a cup of coffee, you don't have any coffee in your cup, how can you give it to someone else? If you don't, you have to fill yourself up every single day so that you can give. If you don't do that, then you're not, you have nothing to give. And what happens is you're giving your, it's like a current, think of it like your, a credit card with like energy or love or whatever. You're borrowing off that and that has interest that, that needs to be returned. And if you don't make those payments, this is where burnout leads up to. And think about another thing too. Um, let's just take it from the airline industry, right? If their pressure decreases, they tell you immediately when the oxygen, oxygen masks fall, put yours on first before you take care of anybody else. This is the most simplistic way that I can share that the importance of filling up your cup every single day. Is going to be the most crucial thing. It's going to play a huge role in the long run, but also just your own well-being. And it's going to help fulfill you more because when you can, you have a cup to to share. Now, um, now all of a sudden, you're going to be more higher energy. You're going to be feeling better. Uh, you bring out more. You're going to. It, it. There's just something about being able to share with others when you have stuff to share with. It's just a it, it, the way it plays a role in our neurology and our brain and our well-being is absolutely amazing.
0: Now, what sort of things can we do you know if we're starting to try and acknowledge the fact we need to look after ourselves more what are some things that we could start doing initially to get you know start that journey of self-care
1: you know nature is a is a, is a beautiful place to to get involved with but let's just we'll make it even simple more simple than that and that is get out and move go outside and take a walk walk 10 minutes a day, walk 10 minutes after eating every time, just get out and move. The brain loves movement. Now, when you're outside with fresh air, it does something to our brain that kind of helps calm a little bit. And it helps us just like, ah, okay, you know, and you may not get that feeling. This is when you want, if you can go to nature, if you have a forest nearby where there's a bunch of trees, um, you know, I tell my patients this all the time. I'm like, go, go. We had some forest preserves near us. I'm like, go to the forest preserve, walk for like a half hour. Doc, you always say this. Why is that? Well, you're stressed. Here we, have this, we have the stuff to showing, we have the technology showing that you are. And I've been helping you for the last four months, but we need to change some things up. There's a chemical that gets released in the forest from the leaves that is called terpenes. And there's a lot of stuff now, people are starting to hear about this more. And it, that, there's a, that, those chemicals actually get into our brain and actually promote relaxation and calmness. That's why people feel so great when they're near nature. And they feel calm. It's one of the easiest things you can do. You know, take your shoes off and go wet some grass and put your feet in the grass. It's called grounding. That's another thing that you can do. These are just simple, simple things that don't take much of your time. You know, if you got the kiddos and you got, like, I have kids, I have to watch them. Under let them go play, sit on the grass, spray the grass, you know, a little bit, and put your feet in there. Uh, depending where the climate is nowadays, I mean, where I'm at, it's like you know, it was like sixty seven yesterday, which was nice. Um, but if it's cold and free, you you don't want to do that. But um, the point is, there's little things that we can do. Movement is the easiest that you can do. I can get into a plethora things like meditation and breath work and all these other things, which you know, breathing's another one. You have to breathe. So just slow down your breathing and be more conscious of it. Set up a timer on your phone, um, an alert that every like hour you're going to take 10 nice deep breaths. Uh, It may seem like a pain, but at, at the end of the day or the end of the, you know, a certain period of time, you'll start to notice you're a little less, you're more calm. You're a little bit more relaxed. And that's what, you know, these are just little simple things that we can do that changes our neurology which then changes our overall well-being
0: what's your usual response when staff call in to say they're not going to make it into work frantically texting emailing and sending whatsapp messages in an effort to find cover by the time you open your doors yeah we've all been there but there is an easier way Rotor Cloud is a people management platform that allows you to communicate directly with your staff and find shift replacements fast with 24-7 access to the Rotor and shift updates delivered immediately and sent out across the team staff can notice you if there's a problem with an upcoming shift and you can even set it up so employees arrange their own cover which will save you the headache. Get your shifts together with Rota Cloud. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash and start your free 30-day free trial. The Cafe Hustle is also supported by Espressly. Now with the move to digital happening fast and your customers expecting to get access to your business wherever they are, means a mobile ordering solution is crucial for allowing your customers to order on the go. Not only that, but your digital presence must be an extension of your physical location and brand. With Espressly, you can get your very own branded mobile ordering app that integrates seamlessly with other brands, including Square. Give your staff and customers a mobile ordering experience usually only reserved for big budget operators and chains. Check out what is possible over at thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly. That's E S P R E S S L Y. If you need a mobile ordering app, you need Espressly. It's all about just those little steps isn't it and like you say even just getting that 10 minutes just outside like if you're in the business say for example just 10 minutes out of your day just go for a walk find some greenery it's just enough to to allow you to reset a little bit by the time you come back and you're going to perform better after that than if you'd have tried to plow through and yeah all these things seem to all they can add up don't they you start building momentum and then you know you you're finding half an hour in your day and you're more productive and you've got your more ability to deal with the stresses that a business can throw at you
1: yeah the thing is we don't like in the business world they're all about time management right getting better with your time management and all that and i say forget time management i mean you need it it's important don't get me wrong but what's more powerful is energy management. That's kind of what we're, you were kind of talking a little bit about, right? Like I tell people all the time, like if you're you're sitting down and working, work for 45 minutes to 50 minutes max, get up and walk around for 10 minutes. And they go, oh, no, I got to get things done. I'm like, I can tell you neurologically you're going to get more done on a productivity standpoint if you do that because it's about energy management. What are you doing? You've been bogged down. You've been cranking away. Your energy is getting lower and lower and lower. You get up, you refresh the brain, maybe go outside, whatever it may be. When you come back – yeah, you lost 10 minutes, but your energy now and your focus and productivity is back to almost, you know, maybe hopefully back to where it was. And all of a sudden you can dive back in deeper and all of a sudden you are actually ended up getting a lot more work done in a very short period of time.
0: Yeah, I know the the Pomodoro technique, which is very similar to what you were talking about there is I, I work on a 25 minute schedule, you know, on five minute off and it does it it it's, it just allows you to just reset and get back into it and like you say you may be losing five or ten minutes if you do it over an hour but the the, the amount of work you do in that time is so much more focused and, and it's only when people start to try these things try to see what works for them that they understand actually yes like you say you lose 10 minutes but you actually gain so much more the other side of it
1: I mean, there's a reason why Bill Gates he does uh, seven minute meetings <laughs> you know there's, there's, I don't I don't know how I mean that gets impressive to me but I'm like yeah. but still it's one of those things right productivity we get seven minutes we get we need to get done let's move on
0: yeah absolutely now shifting to mindset then how does mindset come into play when we talk about well-being does it have an impact if your mind is in a different place are you able to maybe deal with more and maybe take you longer to, to reach burnout, say, how does that impact on, on how we perceive the stresses and the, and the pressures that we have in the real world?
1: Yeah. Mindset's everything. I mean, just to kind of break down, mindset is the lens and how we see life. So if you want to think of mindset, it's, it's like wearing a pair of glasses, as I always like to share. And it's like, if you're wearing blue glasses all you're going to see is blue. You don't see green. You don't see red. You just see blue, right? Same thing if you were green or red and, diverse, diverse, and okay. so forth. So how we see something, how we're focusing on something is what it's going to become, right? So if we see work as a daunting task, I don't care what you say to yourself. If in your mind you're saying, this is not something I enjoy. You're never gonna find enjoyment unless you shift your mind and look at things from a different perspective. Like you know, some people like um, a lot of us don't like uncertainty, right? Pandemic came and uncertain. That was a big thing on uncertainty. But there's ways that we could look at uncertainty and what. And if we just shift our mindset in a certain way, so you know, uncertainty. Like I always tell people, uncomfortable and uncertainty is the path to where you want to have freedom, right? That's just a view of how I have it. I've experienced that in my life. Every time I get uncomfortable, I get out of my comfort zone. When I get through the process and I get on the other side, all of a sudden I'm like, "Wow, I actually have more of what I really wanted to have." Holy, well, this is crazy how this works. And so it's it's looking at things, challenges, things that come up. If it's well being, right? Again, same concept. Oh, here I go. I have to do this. Well, that's lowering your vibe. Or man, I don't. Um, I got to go home and I have chores to do. I have this. whatever that is that you're saying to yourself. When you see it as a daunting task, then all of a sudden that energy gets lower. And now it's, and that's going to affect the body, affects the tone of everything. Because you got to remember, you're the commander of everything when it comes to your life. So when in your mind, if you're saying, I don't enjoy something, you're sending a signal to all the cells in the body that, hey, the boss said he does not enjoy this. So let's just, you know, we're going to try to do as much as we can. But the boss does not like that. So that lowers all their vibe because then they don't enjoy it. That stresses the nervous system. It stresses the body. X, Y, Z. You get the point. But if we can shift gears and say, well, how can I, you know, values that sometimes I work with a little bit, like how do we connect things or see it in a different way? Like uh, sometimes I have work with clients and they're like, I have to do this. I'm like, well, first of all, you don't have to do anything. You get to do this. Just changing words around as it changes a whole entire experience. And when we can start to look from that perspective, especially from a well-being side, then our vibe stays higher and when our vibe stays higher then all of a sudden we're going to feel better we're not you know uh, we're not emptying our cup faster in other words we're 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 keeping it more filled so we can continue to continue to give and so forth yeah.
0: now if someone is you know they don't know what their mindset is you know self awareness is is a big thing as well <laughs> how can how can someone be more aware of their mindset and whether they're in Stuck in a negative mindset? Is there something, any exercises that they can do or any questions they can ask someone else to try and give them a bit more insight?
1: Yeah, the easy I mean self-awareness is gonna be the greatest tool. It is the best. That's what I'm big on. I can give I can give exercises and questions and all that stuff. But here's the thing that you wanna where the the thing to pay attention to is where does your focus go? Right? What catches your attention? What creates emotional triggers? with it because that's going to usually be the key where your mindset is so for here's an example if someone has and I'll use money because money is the biggest thing that we have attached emotions to if you have a scarcity mindset if you had an unexpected bill that came or you didn't make as much money as you thought if you're in business or something along those lines you freak out oh my goodness here we go here's this right and you start to get worried or you, didn't, you don't sign up a client all oh, this is the end of the world i didn't get that client man i needed that client that was going to change everything That's scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. You can see the kind of world that that person lives in. A lot of people live there. An abundance mindset is going to be totally opposite. Didn't get the client. That's okay. Maybe it wasn't aligned. Maybe I have to get better with something. I had to work on something, but there'll be more. I'm not worried about it. And they continue going. They get a bill. That's okay. The money will come back. Um, They lost, let's say, they lost millions in stocks. They didn't really lose because they know the money is going to come back. You see, it's a different framework. It's the same event. Nothing's changing. Right, like we got potential recession coming, or we are in a recession, or who knows where that's going on. Um, But you know, for some people, they're like, "Oh my goodness, this is happening." This, and then other people are looking, going, "That's fine. If 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 this is it, this is what it is. Um, There's really no loss." So you can see that the framework on just looking at two different realms—they both are true. It's not like one is and one isn't. They're both reality. They're both true. They both exist. It's just. How are we looking at it? So self-awareness, when you pay attention to what is attracting you the most, where do you focus on the most, mm-hmm. you want to really hone in on that because that's where your mind keeps going to and that's where it's stuck at. And then all you have to do, once you start to see a pattern, then you're to say, okay, there ha- what, what is the opposite? Here's a question for everybody. What is the opposite of this? Because if it's something negative, guess what? There is something polar opposite that's positive. Yeah. We're all looking at the same coin. It's just which, which side are you on? You can choose right or left, but we're left or right. It doesn't matter. But it's, it's just there's a negative and there's a positive. There's a universal law called the law of polarity that shows that and states that everything in the physical realm has polarities to it. That's why we have a North and South Pole. Uh, you know, everything has that. And it's one of those things that when you start to really understand that, wow, where's my mind going towards? If I'm focusing on lack, limit, negative, X, Y, Z, then, well, hold on, I can shift that and go there. And then you just start to do that in the process. There's other things I can add into the mix, but that's a great start because now what you're doing is you're creating self-empowerment in yourself because you're actually saying, no, this is, you're becoming more aware. And that's kind of the work I love to do because I can share a lot of stuff, but when a person can actually become self-aware to their own stuff, game changer. Their life will never be the same in, in, in so many ways. And I love when that comes to that point when I'm working with clients and you can see the lights light up and they're like, oh my goodness, I did, can't believe that that's my trigger and this is how it shows up and this is what it's been doing all my life. And blah, 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 they go through this whole thing and I sit there and I'm just, I'm sitting there smiling going, I love this. And like, why are you smiling so much? I'm like, because you have no idea the shift you're about to go through. And then yeah. three, six, eight months down the road, they're like, their whole life shifts and changes. And I'm going, they're like, it couldn't be that easy. I'm like, eh, you'll be amazed. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a, that is, that's the joy of coaching, isn't it? It's, it's about getting people to, the answers, helping them get to the answers that are already inside them. They know it's just about joining the dots. And once you're able to do that with someone, I'd imagine, you know, it opens up so many other possibilities because that in itself is the beginning of a mindset shift.
1: It does. I mean, cause you gotta remember everything all starts and end with the mind. And so when you shift your mind, you become aware of something and you don't get me wrong it's never just in one area too i want to clarify that like if it's scarcity with money you probably have scarcity in other areas okay. of your life too and so when you clear that out it's a whole different world and what's beautiful is then they go is this kind of, like i always i get this question sometimes they would be like so is since i became aware of that and i can become you're telling me i can change i pretty much can change everything in my life i'm like you can change everything <laughs> like there's no there's no difference there's no like uh Uh, limit to this or anything I'm like because once how you see it is what's going to be that's why I use a quote all the time saying there's no rules to life except the ones you create because you really do dictate your life and how you want your life to be in every fabric and once we can awaken from this conditioning that we've been um, then all of us all of a sudden it's like you really do come stepping back into your power and it's such a beautiful place I know for me I've done I've gone through this multiple times and when I get to that place and trust me it's not fun getting there but once I get there I'm just like, all right. What else can I take on now? What else can I do? What else do I want to create?
0: Yeah. Now, I want to know what your top three tips are for someone who is, maybe, their mindset's not. Mindset isn't great. They they acknowledge that their mindset isn't great, or they're not focusing enough on their own well being and how they feel beyond you know just plowing all their time and all their energy into a business. What are your top three tips to try and get people back from that point to move away from that grind culture that is so abundant at the minute?
1: Yeah, I love this question. So, I mean, the, I'm a, this is a very unorthodox answer, but I it's the what I teach a lot of. So the first thing is I want you to remember what it's like to be a three, four-year-old. Okay, So I want you to get a picture if you have one and just spend some time and just stare at that picture of you at a three, four-year-old. And literally don't think, just focus on that and just try to burst into that energy of what that is. Because a lot of the work of what I do is I try to help people go back to that state. Now, I'm not trying to get you there emotionally uh, from that maturity level, but everything else, yes. Because at three, four years old, you have your peak imagination and you really chose to do things that you love to do. You didn't care what other people thought. You weren't conditioned. It wasn't there yet. It wasn't until six, seven years old, the conditioning starts to kick in more. So you, you were just more of like, what do I love to do? What do I enjoy? Now, this is a great exercise to do because you, the, the reason why we have so much burnout, the reason why we experience so much of it and all this, you know, especially like the grind and hustle because we're forcing things to get done. When you're a kid, you didn't force anything. The, the kids are in a state of power. If you have children, if you ever experience this, it, uh, parents will do a lot of interesting things when they have an infant in their house especially in the middle of the night when the infant's crying. Look how much power the infant has, right? I mean, I have a five-month, almost six-month-old now, so I, I know uh, it's amazing how much I sing and bounce and do all these things to help soothe that little angel of mine. And it's, it that's power. She's not forcing it. She's not like, huh, let me see how I can control my dad today. It, it's more of just... No, it you, seems
0: like that sometimes.
1: It does, right? You think it's like that, right? Our minds play tricks on us. But it's one of those things where, again, when we come back to the understanding that, we have to come back to remember what do we truly enjoy. And sometimes we can't think of this. It has to be a feeling. That's why I like connecting to our younger self. So that, that's number one. Number two, you got to get, get back into visioning. Vision what it is that you want to create for yourself. What's that future self look like of you? Not what you're going to have, although you want to think of those things, but it's more who you're being. Like who's that future being self? Like, And sometimes people say, I can't think. Like we're so bogged down. We're so much into our heads and so much burned out. That we're like, I can't imagine. I can't think, okay, go watch a movie and watch many movies until you find a character that you're like, I really like that character. I like their energy. Like there's a show I was watching and there's a guy, just his energy and how his presence is. Yes, he's very you know well-do and all that, but his, his the way he stands with his presence, his aura of energy, I'm like, that's me. That's what I'm going to visualize. And I visualize. I put it in my visualization now. I'm like, because sometimes I just didn't think of it. So practicing a vision of seeing who you want to become and utilizing different things like movies or shows that someone that you're like, I really like this person. They really inspire me. Then then you can mimic that because your brain doesn't know the difference. Um, So getting back to choosing what you love to do. That's number one. Number two is then, you know, vision, having a vision to do that. And the third is spend more time with self-care. Because you got to understand that everything at the end of the day is neurology. If you're stuck in stress, grind, hustle, which leads to burnout every single time, and you're in that state, your brain goes into more of a stress response, which takes you back to a primate or a monkey, and you go into this part of the brain called the reptilian, which is very impulsive and reactive. This is only going to drive more and feed more of that grind and hustle. We've all had a business where when things go down south, all of a sudden we freak out, mind kicks in and goes, hey, we need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this horrible best advice is to sit back and do nothing and just get yourself back to being centered so it's it's really understanding that taking things time that helps you reset what do you like to do that's fun i was working with a client she's been feeling a little burned out and i said when's the last time you did something fun she goes i had a man now that i think about it. i'm like what do you love to do she told me a couple things i said why aren't you doing them i said i want you to do it from the next two months every weekend i don't care what it is I want you to go and do that at least once a weekend. If you can get the whole weekend in, do the whole weekend. But I'm like, at least get one. About a month later, she's like, I feel so invigorated. I feel back to myself. And I'm sitting there going, you figured out what the formula is? And she goes, wow, yeah, I got off track. So you got to make sure you're doing something to fill that cup that you enjoy in the process.
0: Yeah. All of this is is such great knowledge because I think, again, even if people – know these things in the back of their mind. It's about having the the forethought to be intentional about it and and to really start implementing little stages, just like you were talking about there, just doing a little bit of the things you love. It's just the beginning of, of bringing you back to who you are as a person. We get so engrossed in our businesses in trying to keep them or trying to grow them that we tend to lose sight of, who we are as people and what it is that actually fills us up and motivates us. And listen, Vic, thank you so much for coming on the Cafe Hustle. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, your experience with our audience, because certainly the hospitality industry, whether it's an owner or a team member or an employee, whatever, we need to hear more of these conversations around, you know, well-being and self-care and mindset in particular. So thank you again for coming on the Cafe Hustle.
1: Oh, brother, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. A massive thank you to Vic
0: there. And really, I hope this has allowed you to think about your own well-being more. I think we really, or we tend to feel like we have to neglect our own well-being, you know, running our business. And the reality is, and like we heard from our guest earlier this week, Michael Bowman, that we have to make sure we're filling up the other cups, you know, we're talking about success in that case. But really, we need to make sure that we're prioritizing every area of our life so that we feel fulfilled, so that we feel successful, that we're achieving something. Like we, the reality is, if we keep moving our own goalposts and we put, you know, we get to one goal and we move it again, we're going to constantly be striving. And that is important to a certain extent. But we have to be realistic that we have to, you know, in that case, we need to look at where our success is. We need to fill up our cups, all of our cups, you know, all the, all the areas of our life to make sure that we feel happy. And if we feel happy, our well-being is going to be a, a much higher on the scale. So really, you have to focus on that. But equally, we have to be really mindful of our employees' well-being. Don't forget, they're not, so if you're an owner, the, your employees aren't getting the same benefits that you do from all the hard work. They get their pay packet, and that's fair enough. Yes, we put on extra an extra element of risk that's carried by being the owner of a business. But at the same time, we have to remember these people will work equally as hard as you. You know, They may not be as passionate, and, and it's hard to be that passionate about a business you don't own, but your people will certainly graft to the extent that they need to, f- to help you run the business. So we have to always be mindful of that as well. Talk to them, listen to what they have to say, because that's a really underutilized skill is listening, you have to develop that as well. But really, there's lots to be had when you start looking at your own well being and your employees well being. But Anyway, thank you again for joining me on the podcast. I really, again, I say it every time, but I really do appreciate you spending the time with us here at the Cafe Hustle. Remember, from the 1st of February, we will be the Hospitality Leadership Podcast. So we're going to have more of a focus across hospitality on, you know, the lessons that can be learned across the the arms of hospitality, so to speak. But anyway, thank you again for joining me and I hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you next week for our next episode. So RotoCloud isn't just about scheduling your teams. There's so many other features it offers that can make a massive difference to how your business operates. For example, think about how you store your team members data, which as you well know, there's a lot of it. So their personal information, emergency contact details, holiday allowance, and even typical work schedules. It can all be kept securely in RotoCloud's GDPR compliant storage solution. You can keep all of their work related documents, find them just a few clicks For example, their employment contracts, job descriptions, as well as employee handbooks and policy documents for your entire company can all be safely stored within Road to Cloud. Now take advantage of a 30-day free trial over at thecafehustle.com forward slash Road to Cloud. It's completely free, no credit card required. See how much time and money you can save by using Road to Cloud for your people management today.